Um, it is now time to go to the virtual couch and to talk about a more serious matter. Um, according to the Sand Parks figures recorded in 2022, the Kruger Park Rhino a population has declined drastically from 8,929 in 2014 to only 2,061 in 2022. The situation is particularly serious when considers that one considers that South Africa, which is home to 80% of the world's rhinos, is one of the last strongholds of these magnificent animals. So it is of the utmost urgency that we keep awareness around the declining numbers relevant and out there. And on the virtual couch today, we have invited Anthony Watterson, Director of Rhino Disharmony, who has been working with the organization since its inception in 2014, to enlighten us on this important cause. Welcome to Cape Talk, Anthony. I've been I've been listening for the last 15, 20 minutes, and, and there's so much that's being said um, that I don't know where to start. Uh, obviously, rhinos will come into it, and at my feet at the moment is a baby rhino, Sadly, this particular baby rhino has been with me since uh, almost since inception. Um, but he died. He died when his mother was poached. And the vet did try and save him and unfortunately didn't. Um, so when we got him from the womb, um, his umbilical cord was still there and, and still intact. And we had him um, molded here in, in Cape Town through another artist, um, his first name is Otto. And those who know Otto will know that he's got a brilliant foundry. So at my feet lies this baby, and this baby has been under all the signways and fazla pianos of Rhino Disharmony and our creative artists, um, which goes to a point that Rhino Disharmony, even though we celebrated our 10th year, we started with... Um, as a, a new organ well not a new organization but it's just a an additional creative organization um Saviour's army and i being an ex military man british military man immediately think of war and and arms but our arms are actually used for creativity we are not fighters we we we're not out there to bring weapons and to bring more hardware and and shoot the poachers etc we we act as the creative side and we probably the only organization that is creative that um deals with how humans are and can be so constructive in in a creative way so all our ambassadors and 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 i i would say look at our website and you'll see who they are but i can highlight certain pianists probably one of the leading pianists in the world, Tian Chang, um, Gloria Campana, and my little baby at my feet right now. If only you, the listener, could see how magnificent he, he is. Um, and he hasn't changed for the last six years because he's a molded version of, of the baby, of the actual baby. It's really quite but heartbreaking, had, the, the, the way it, that you it, describe it. It, it is. Um, well, he, he's here. I mean, I'm touching him. And I brought him to one of the schools here where my daughter was. And I've got a picture, a really, really touching picture of all these little hands touching this baby in a circle. And you don't see the baby anymore. You just see these little hands, or 
you know almost all of them in tears when they when they knew what it was and and he you know whenever i i have a concert which is you know we plan to have at least one a year run disharmony creative musical um and he sits on stage and we had a, at that same school i just referred to we had a dancer called i'll give a first name campbell who was the goddess of the moon on this particular performance and she's dancing away beautifully to the tune of tian chang who's our creative pianist and she stops in her tracks when she sees this baby and realizes that she is responsible as goddess of the moon for lighting the tracks of his poachers who poached uh, and they usually poach at full moon because they can see where they're going unfortunately we have tried many different ways to um prevent poachers from poaching and we've tried poisoning the horn so that whoever uses these horns dies or certainly has a miserable time um we've we've cut the horns uh, and and that at the moment seems probably the best thing but unfortunately the poachers will still kill the animal they don't care they don't care about stats they just care about catching and making their life a bit better um because what they get paid is a pittance compared to what the end user pays for this insignificant and and ineffective way of 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 uh trying to resolve their issues their own issues and that could be i can go for extremes like sexual or it could be cancer or it could be anything else it it doesn't make sense unfortunately the horn is keratin these people that need to kill an animal or or take the horn from a rhino might as well just eat their toenails and right. that will be better for them what systems because it's the same is keratin what systems anthony have been put in place to camp down on poachers other than removing the horn and 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 what you've already mentioned well i think we're slightly archaic in our methodology um unfortunately every time we increase and i say that in general terms but every time we increase a defensive mechanism the poachers who sell their horns for about $70,000 a kilogram to the end user that is uh, to try pre- predominantly and I'll name the states Chinese and Vietnamese because of their beliefs it's been around Chinese medicine has been around for 2000 years mm. now obviously with time and and it's slow but with time um they are beginning to use it more and more socially but still don't believe that they're killing that the poachers are killing the animals to get that little extremity of of insignificant use and and the end user then puts it in powder or or serves it to his friends and states this is horn or you get these silly spoiled individuals who wear them as decoratively mm. um and and they, they they cut these horns to shape bracelets and necklaces and cups and goblets and things like that and we we i mean a film that was done fairly recently uh interviewed one of these carvers should we call him that and he he was completely oblivious to the fact that the animal had been killed so that he could carve on this particular horn um it's very sad it's very sad that 
most of the horns that do go out are from dead animals and they've been killed just for that little extremity of no absolutely no use at all an aspirin is better than mm-hmm. a piece of horn so i i you know i get really angry and i'm looking at this baby now who died for poaching reasons and i wish that the you know they'll see it on the website i'm sure but i wish they could see this baby in 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 his perfection um it 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 it's it's almost heart-wrenching when i when i look at him you know immobile but by extraordinary circumstances when i went back to its source where he was killed the first rhino i did see was his older brother right um but any case yes i i've I hope you're not hearing the incoming call. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, Anthony, um, Anthony Watterson is my guest. He's director of Rhino Disharmony. He's talking to us about the Saviour's Army, which is um, a, a campaign to create further awareness about um, rhinos and saving them from extinction. How can we get the word out, Anthony? I haven't got much more time. I want to tell you to tell us the website. Where can people see images and s- spread the word? Because it seems that the best way is through education. Um, when you mentioned earlier that often the users don't realize that the animal is being killed for the, for the horn. We need to get word out more. Send photographs of this baby rhino that you speak of that's lying at your feet. People need to see so that they can understand better. So do you have um, platforms and websites that you can give us? Our listeners can go and find out more and share share more about this um, campaign, The Saviour's Army. I, I, I agree with you fully. And, and probably the easiest system is to get through on rhino dis- disharmony. So rhino as in rhinoceros and disharmony as in, we call it the yin and yang. It's, it's um, harmony, disharmony. Um, so rhino disharmony is 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 a way you can see what we're doing, and we've been doing it for ten years. Um, I and I look at this baby, and it's and it's just oh, I, I I I mustn't look at him. But in any case, um, we we have a lot of creativity in rhino disharmony, and and last week we had our tenth anniversary where we launched this this in in environmental. Um, creativity that we are doing and every year we try and associate with a with with newcomers who can be of use to 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 us to the environment to everyone and the most recent um partnership if you want was with la lela yeah um i don't know if you've heard of la lela but la lela is is all over the place now particularly zimbabwe and south africa and they take in these children who who are who are just not able to afford anything but go to school and go home. And we, well, Alila takes them in between school and home um, before their parents come home from work. The the children are, are taught all about environmental issues, particularly about rhinos. They then draw on uh, from what they've felt and what they've seen. They then draw... Um, the animals that they've never been acquainted to, and yet they're living on the same continent as these animals who don't have a voice. And from there, they 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 do print on silk and on cashmere. Sadly, not in South Africa. It goes out. It gets sourced out. But then the distribution of these of these beautiful items 
get sent all around the world. So yes. they go to New York. I have actually, to we've Europe, actually had to... Lalela on the show before and they're a fantastic organization. Okay. That's wonderful. Will you, uh, will um, Rhino Disharmony be benefiting f- um, f- from the partnership in, in what way? Only for educational. Through education. Um, <laughs> it's only for education That's and, and this partnership that we have. So every year we do try and have a partnership with with something that might be of use, something that might help um, the environment, something that will that 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 highlights that these animals need protection as we. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much for your, your time today. My guest is Anthony Watterson, director of Rhino Disharmony, talking about this new campaign, The Saviour's Army. If you'd like to find out more, you can go onto their website um, and find out more, watch the video, see the images and all the artists who are involved and all the ambassadors and spread the word, spread the word about this very important cause.